I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, this today is Tuesday, February the 20th in the year of the Lord 2024. This is Hour 2 of Episode 1027 of 1027 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by LCC. Uh, if you missed our first hour, you missed a really fun first hour as uh, we caught you up on all the local sports. And then uh, we had uh, Richard Clark for the final 40 minutes or so of the uh, first hour. We talked NBA All-Star Weekend. We've talked college basketball. We've talked about my pitiful uh, Virginia Cavaliers. Is that, a good <laughs> way, is that a good way to put it, Rich? That's probably pretty close. We nah, talked you to, guys are going to be fine. Uh, yeah, we all, we'll, if we even make it to the NCAA tournament, it'll be another first-round exit. But anyway, anyway, uh, hey, I got 2019. I, I can still be happy with that, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we, and we ended up the hour talking about uh, who's next in the NBA. And you had a lot of good names there. One that you didn't mention, and I don't know if it was an oversight or if you intentionally left him out, but the guy you introduced me to a couple of years ago as he was coming up through the ranks in France uh, is uh, Victor Wimbayana. And I just – do you not I, – I don't know. Oh, I got to no, tell no, you, no. I, and I saw him in person, okay? He is a – I mean, it's just incredible. Seven foot six. I mean, dude, he effortlessly dunks. And when I say effortlessly yeah. dunks, I mean – he doesn't even Absolutely. jump. He can dunk on his tiptoes, okay? That's right. I mean, that's, that's crazy right. to me. Where do you see him? Do you see him as possibly being uh, one of those faces of the next uh, incarnation of the NBA? Well, one of the reasons I kind of pat glossed over Luca is because I think that if you're really going to be the face, as sad as it is, you're probably going to have to be American. Um, that's just the way it kind of works. That said, Victor's young enough that um, – if he stays here and assimilates and all that, I think he may be fine because his, his English is fantastic. He's been kind of working on that since he was really little. So I'm just curious as to where he's going to end up. And, you know, because I swear every time I watch him play, he's such a anomaly, a one-of-one one that you're not even used to seeing it really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shooting threes and, and – he doesn't play like a big man, and he's so long. And you kind of worry about the injury every single time he falls down. But, man, he's leading the league in block shots, and he doesn't even know he's doing. <laughs> and, he's, and he's averaging 20 and, what, eight? Yeah. Something like that. And he's already a really good passer. So the sky's the limit for this kid. I did not leave it. I left him out. Only because he's a rookie and, you know, should we really put that on him already? Uh, he's probably the guy, honestly, because he may very well be the most unstoppable force we've ever seen if if he gets it all together. Because um, he is – he's just so different. You know, you saw it. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. You did. And like I said, I saw it for the first time, saw it in person. And, I, Rich, I got to tell you, yeah, he – he runs up and down the court effortlessly. Usually when you see a seven footer and I mean, he's seven, six, but when you see a seven footer run up and down the court, usually they're loping. You know what I mean by that? You know what I mean? They, right. It That's doesn't, I mean. it doesn't look natural. I mean, dude, he runs like a guard. Here's the thing I was That's most impressed it. with though, Rich, he, his handle, dude, he brought the yep. ball up the court three or four times and it's going between his legs. And he looks like, I mean, if you, 
If you try to picture him, you could picture him as a 6'2 guy instead of a 7'6 guy. The way he was going between his legs and just handling the ball. Dude, a 7 footer is not supposed to. I think he hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I think he just hit the nail on the head. He does not play like he's um, a a 7'3. He plays like a wing player. Yeah. So it takes a lot of getting used to when you see it. Because in 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 America, we've been trained in the basketball world anyway. You're a big guy, go down low, you know, and that's been the problem with a lot of this moving forward. It's why the the European players and all are so far ahead of us with a lot of how they play because we've been stuck in this you're a four, you're a five stuff for a long time. And I blame coaching. I blame the coaches and American coaches because we did this. Well, um, and and Victor is he just completely shatters all that. Now, I saw a stat that just blew my mind as we're wrapping up here with Richard Clark that the last five MVPs and probably going to be the sixth one coming up here too of the NBA have been foreign players, foreign-born players. That's right. You know, I mean, that that right there blows my mind as much as anything. Dude, if I'd have told you that, well, I don't know. You've always been very forward-looking, uh, Rich, and I say that as a compliment. You always have been. <laughs> when we were working together, you called what was happening in the newspapers. You've always been, you know, that way with sports too. But even you, if I'd have told you no, 15 years that. ago that this was going to happen, what would you have said? I didn't see this. And, and you know, we it's it's just a sign of how – what's the best way to word this? We've become much like America. We're too individualistic yeah. in how we, how we think. And that's how we play basketball. You know, like there's nobody else out there with them. There are very few guys anymore that know how to excel without the ball in their hand and that come out of America. They just don't. Wow. And and we're paying for it now in the professional ranks, and that's why these European players or foreign players, for that matter, are having so much success because they know how to play the whole game. Our guys know how to step back and shoot a three, and that kind of drove between their legs, like you said, and all that. But they don't know how to pass. And they definitely don't know how to play team defense. Mm. So, um, and they don't want to learn. That's why Virginia has a problem recruiting players. Yeah. No, Who wants yeah. to go to Virginia and learn how to play defense? And be one, uh, be and be part of a collective instead of being a, an individual star. You're absolutely right. That, that's right. That's the problem. And and this goes to how we how we start teaching basketball and sports in general, really. But basketball is the one that really affects. Uh, because you need to be in a teamwork situation for a team to be good in basketball. Football, the offensive line needs to work as a team. The defensive backs need to work as a team. But the entire group doesn't have to work together, if you know what I mean. And baseball, yeah, you don't need to. The third baseman don't care one thing about what the right fielder does. Yeah, uh, you're right. Listen, Richard Clark, Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com. Man, that was fun. How about a solid 45 minutes of uh, basketball, dude? Going to be happy because now she doesn't have to hear it. <laughs> I love it, man. Listen, dude, uh, thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us here into our second hour or two. And, uh, dude, we'll talk to you next week, man. Wow, thanks for having me. There you go. That's Richard Clark. Uh, coming up here in just a few moments, we're going to have Catherine Pearson from the Lenore Community College Foundation, Jessica Cruz uh, from uh, the school's drama department, and uh, – 
They've got a lot of great things uh, happening over at uh, Lenore Community College. They're going to tell us all about that. Uh, I'll tell you what, before we get them up here on the show with us, though, uh, let me tell you a little, about, a little bit about our good friends over at Rendell Parrot Academy. It is the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Man, my, my studio just got a lot classier. Look at this. I love it. I love it. Uh, located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kenston, the Rendell Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, Trenton, New Bern, Goldsboro, Jacksonville, uh, Maysville, Wilson, Snow Hill, Hookerton. In fact, if you're listening to this show right now on Terrestrial Radio, am I too loud for you guys or very good, very good. Uh, then you can send your child to Arendelle Parrot Academy. APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road right here in Kenson. Go see uh, head of school David Moody. Tell him Brian Hanks uh, sent you and the Brian Hanks Show sent you over there to get your child into Arendelle Parrot Academy. And joining me here Man, it smells really good in here now. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Not that it smelled bad before, but there was just sort of a neutral odor before. But now it smells so good in here right now. Linda's going to be like, what are you doing, Brian? Uh, but uh, Catherine Pearson from the Lenore Community College Foundation. Good morning, good Catherine. Good morning. Jessica Cruz. Now, I say from the drama department, but you don't just do drama. What, what else are you? Uh, fi- fine arts. So Fine arts. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so visual art and uh, music. Uh, very good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, a lot of exciting things going on. You don't have me a flyer. You usually bring me a flyer in here, Catherine. Work in progress. <laughs> Work in progress. Very cool. Uh, well, let's get caught. It's been the first time since I've seen you guys in 2024. I know. You haven't seen me with this on my hand. I know. Congratulations. <laughs> He's married. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that not amazing? Uh, now, I can't type in it, so I'll take it off a lot of times. But, uh, man, it, it's, 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 it's how do y'all, can you type in your rings? I can. Can you? Yeah, I can. <laughs> yes. How do you do that? Because here's what I do, okay? And here we go getting off on a tangent. We haven't even <laughs> talked about anything. And that's Jessica I'm talking to right there. Is that and I'll be sitting here and I'll be typing, okay. you know, reading off something else. And I'll look down and like everything with these two fingers are off. And I mean, I, there's all it is is it just, just weighs it down. It weighs it down <laughs> exactly. I just it, it's crazy. But uh, so, how do you type with with your rings on? I don't. I don't know. I just do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've also had a ring on my finger for a very long That's time. That's true too. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, Fair. Anyway, wow. Like I said, uh, KP. You know, when you come in here, we're just going to talk about everything. Okay. Absolutely. How you doing, I'm ready. lady? I'm great. You look great. Busy, busy, busy. Busy is the bees. way we like it. Well, That's let's it. Uh, jump into it here. Like I said, I don't have my flyer that you know, know. my little cheat sheet flyer well, that we're I we're gonna can... have a real good cheat sheet next time I come. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell me what's going on over at uh, LCC here Ooh. for your first visit in uh, twenty twenty four. What's not going on? I'll give you a quick rundown of a year in the life of Lenore Community College Foundation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she can tell you about most of it. Um, yeah. So I mean, we are kicking off. You know, April is going to be huge for, I mean, we got a lot going on every single month, pretty much this year. Um, we've got uh, Broadway Unleashed. Um, we've got, actually got the disc golf tournament um, that um, Beth Payne does every year for the polysonography um, group. Um, 
and that's going to be in April as well. And um, we got Symphonic Winds, I believe. Wilmington Virtuosi Brass. Yes, I was going to let her say that one. Um, also, and um, then of course in May our the our golf tournament. Mm-hmm. So that's our you know large. Um, that's your money maker. That's yeah, money maker. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's coming up in May. So you know anyone that would like to you know help sponsor, and we've got some great things on the horizon for that. I don't want to talk about it right now, um, but we'll maybe come back and and talk about it. We're gonna have a great. Um, gift for the winners this year and, and we're real excited about it um partnering with our machining um with andrew lapino so it's going to okay. be great and anyway so we've got golf in may and then of course the tennis and golf tournament coming up this um summer uh in snow hill because you know we have we're lenore jones and green so yep. that's our green county and then we're having lewis and clark in um and i'm gonna let jessica talk a little bit more about them in august as well it's gonna be great and then you know we've got um the School of Rock, huge this summer, and then Hello Dolly in the fall, and then rounding out with a Christmas. Have you decided what the Christmas is going to be yet? Uh, so, um, are, are you not allowed really? To? No, okay, okay, okay. So, so we decided to do a fall <laughs> musical instead of like a Christmas musical this year. So we're doing Hello Dolly, okay, and then we'll do um like a fun Christmas concert like um we have not finalized the details of that yet so I I can't say what what that is but we have been talking about bringing um a group in and so until that's finalized I cannot say but I think that Kinston will be very excited yeah a group yeah Yeah. hopefully okay fingers crossed if it works what kind of group a great one oh yeah, good one, but but I can't say because it isn't a thing. Yeah, yet. it's not a thing yeah. yet, so we can't say anything. And we got so much stuff between yeah. now and then. You you intrigued me. I'm on the Parks and Rec Commission, on Lenore County Parks sure. and Rec Commission, and you were talking about disc golf. What? Tell me about this disc golf thing. So um, Beth Payne for years um, has been doing a disc golf tournament, and they set up the the course at LCC. And um, it's going to be April the twentieth. And I know it has opened up for people to sign up. It normally like. It normally fills up like overnight. I'm not sure if it has or not. How have I never heard of this? Before? I don't know, but it's pretty awesome. And okay. um, yeah, so it's an 18 hole course. I think they play three. Um, I think three rounds. I cannot remember. Um, it's either two or three. And um, yeah, we're gonna have a food truck out there. Um, for anybody that wants to come out and, and eat. And um, I'll put that in my calendar. Yeah. I don't play, but I enjoy. Believe it, I'm one of those guys. Really, I enjoy watching. Yeah, it. I yeah. was out there last year, and um, it was pretty cool. I uh-huh. mean, I'm you watch. They just it's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, but the whole campus is set up pretty much as does the course. And they just throw the disc all over the place. It's amazing. That, I, remind me of that. You'll be back home before yep, uh, April twentieth. I, I mean, yeah. I, I definitely. I'd like to go out there and watch that. Yeah. What's Broadway Unleashed? So uh, this year, <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. I, w- <laughs> I wish I was on video. Um, <laughs> Let me get my phone out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so this year, we are taking a look back at the last five years of musicals that have hit the stage of Briley Auditorium. And so I've invited um, some people back from um, previous shows and um, one show that never went up because of COVID, Ragtime. So I've invited some people to like do their like a premiere, like uh, first time you've ever seen it done. Um, uh, but it will be uh, April the 19th. It's a one night only. The day only. before the uh, absolutely, it's a one night only event. Uh, we're 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 
we're going to be um, performing uh, hits from Matilda and Annie and uh, White Christmas. And Is Crystal Christmas Gaskins character. coming back? Absolutely. Oh, man. I was very. Hey, okay. I've got to say this. I don't just have you on here and then I forget about the stuff that we did. I got to tell you, I was blown away by her. Linda and I actually went, and I, I'm sorry, did, did I interrupt you in the middle of your? No, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. Linda and I went down to Belk, yeah. uh, and they did a little show at Belk. Yes. And they were just, Crystal and then. Uh, and Gabby. Uh, Gabby. And, and uh, Art. The, the guy. Art. Yeah, Art, who Art came Rembrandt. on the show, too. Uh, Art Rembrandt. Oh, yeah, he yes. came on the show, too. Just effortless. I mean, they, they are so talented. And your daughter, too. Yeah, out there. I, yeah, she's she's wonderful. I mean, I, but I was just blown away by. I guess art's done it for a while. Your daughter has been around it with you in the fine arts thing. The thing that impressed impressed me about Crystal was she's never really done this before. No, That's no. what she said when you brought her in here for the show. Was she's you know she's sung and all that kind of stuff. I guess like you know like Catherine and I do when we're in the car singing <laughs> along to a journey and exactly. uh you know and uh Motley Crue and all that you do sing along to journey oh, yeah. and Motley Crue right I wish I'd have gone to that concert this past weekend <laughs> that, okay. oh, oh, I know that would have been yeah. well, I think I knew about 18 people that were there I, I knew a lot yeah that was crazy but getting back to that just the way that you find talent Jessica is amazing and I was really again I was blown away by Gabby I was art was really good too but for someone that had never really been around it before and had the presence that she had yeah. on Agreed. stage. And even, like I said, even at Belk that night, just the way she carried herself, it just was amazing to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think that she she blew us out of out of the water. We, we just, you, you don't expect those kinds of performances from people whose first time it is stepping on the stage, right? Um, but we knew when she auditioned that she was different. There's something special about this woman. Yeah. Um, and she was also so committed um, to bringing the character to life and, um, and really like, doing her absolute best, giving everything that she had. And um, something special happens, you know, when, when people, you know, feel safe enough to become vulnerable and give their all in that moment. And so we're, we're so excited. Um, we're so excited that she came and participated with us. And uh, uh, she's wanting to help with props for School of Rock. And, you know, she's looking <laughs> at, at, at shows in the future and things like that. But, uh, yeah, we're very very grateful that she she took the time to drive because you know she's she's not from Lenore County yeah. uh, she lives in Craven County and um, and has never done theater in Craven County which there are two beautiful thriving theaters in Craven County Rivertown and Newburn Civic and uh, she's she's never participated in those and so what a blessing it was for yeah. her to come and participate with us uh, for the first time and I think it's the first of maybe maybe some others <laughs> well i'm telling you this uh you know because i told you when you came on the show i'd never even seen the movie version of white christmas so all that was new to me i'd never you know i didn't even know what the plot was right. i really knew nothing about it so that was my first time getting to watch it awesome linda had seen it before but uh i it was just such an experience and i and I, i'll say yeah you guys you look around here you know i'm a sports guy i mean yeah. I, it is what it is but what you, Catherine Pearson, have introduced me to with Jessica, and <laughs> and I, I thank you. I mean, you're the one that introduced me to it. 
I wouldn't have right. gone to White Christmas right. or what was the other one uh, the year before that? Uh, a Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. I wouldn't have gone to a Christmas Carol. I wouldn't have been a, you know, tried to be a part of all those things if it hadn't have been for you. So thank you. Oh, I mean, you know, welcome. and I really do appreciate You'll it. You'll have to come to School of Rock because that one's going to be. I'm excited. See, about I've never this seen one. School of Rock. Well, we've got all. I know what it is because Jack Black was in it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with, it, but I've just never seen it. So, no, but that's what's a beauty. I don't want to watch it now. Right. Yeah, from fair. my White Christmas experience, <laughs> that I want to watch it with you guys first, because I did. I went back and watched White Christmas the movie after I saw the your presentation. And yours was better because I mean, <laughs> the other one was more dated. I mean, yours it, was. It yeah. is, yeah. and it's the the stage show is always going to be different from yeah. the movie, and I mean, we see that even today with like they they just. Uh, put Mean Girls the musical in a movie, right? And yeah. like a like a made for movie. And we know that that stage show is not identical to to the movie. So yeah. um those those things always happen. You have to make some changes and there are some artistic liberties that people can take in a movie that I don't have the capability of doing, you know, um, on, on the stage, but we're glad that you enjoyed it. We most certainly enjoyed it. And you're going to get to see Crystal and Adrian and Gabby again at Broadway Unleashed uh, because... Uh, on April gonna, 19th. On April the 19th. 7 o'clock p.m. Is we'll that a uh, Friday or is that a Saturday? It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Okay, I'll do my best to be there for that for sure. Uh, I got to ask, and again, can I be fanboy here for again for a yeah, second? Absolutely. Who was the farmhand that was in, or not the Tra- farmhand, whatever yes. it is? Uh, Zeke Travis Johnson. He is a local. To he Lenore was County. hilarious. He I was so dead. Did, yeah. You know what I'm talking. He was yeah. so deadpan, and yep. when he would do so, and you, that's a that's good acting right there Absolutely. too. Absolutely, he was awesome. Yes, he um he graduated from North Lenore High School and came through uh, Marion Kennedy's uh, uh, drama department there and uh, he's actually a student at Lenore Community College now and uh, with hopes of uh, going off to a four-year school to pursue acting so we're so glad that he um, chose to participate in White I'd Christmas love to see us. is he going to be in anything else because I just he has um, he has filled up because we are um, in the process of auditions uh, getting ready to audition uh, School of Rock so we're going to um, host those auditions on Monday March the 4th, Wednesday, March the 6th, and Thursday, March the 7th. They are by appointment only. Okay. Uh, you can find all of the details at lenorecc.edu backslash school of rock. <laughs> and, uh, Did you see how she had to do that with her hands there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> school of rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all of, the, all of the materials that you need to prepare for your audition are posted on the website. You sign up for a 15-minute closed audition which uh, closed audition means it's just you and the production team. Um, we, You have our undivided attention for 15 minutes. We get to go through your song. We talk to you. We see um, what you have prepared, how you've prepared it. Um, and uh, then if we need anybody uh, for callbacks, like we're not really sure how we're going to cast a particular role, um, we have reserved uh, Saturday, March the 9th in the afternoon to call people uh, back in. If needed. So um, we're really excited about that. It's 12 children, which is more than more than Matilda. Um, very excited about that. Um, uh, 
the adult cast uh, is is smaller in in this show. Definitely uh, more children, and four of those children will actually play instruments on stage. So we need uh, a male lead guitar, a male drummer, a male uh, pianist, like keyboard, and then a female bass player. And so if your children are taking lessons, music lessons currently, or just have a natural knack for music and are willing to learn how to play an instrument, we want them to come audition. Um, Sign up for those auditions, and then you can see them play their little hearts out on the stage. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this show. Has Catherine told, what song are we, uh, because we're doing a duet, Catherine and I are. Oh, we're just waiting for you to tell us which one. Yeah, which which song? Today? No. (laughs) (laughs) At at Broadway Unleashed? Like, when are we we talking? No, for auditioning for School of Rock. Oh, for auditioning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, yeah. Yeah. We just wanted to give y'all a laugh. How about, uh, (laughs) okay, do you want to be Elton John or Kiki D? (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Don't go breaking my heart. Hey! I if I tried, this is yeah! wild. Yeah! This is wild. No, this is great. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> I, I'm oh, loving fun. <laughs> you did good. You know, Linda, oh, no. Linda's on her way to work right now, and she's shaking. I she guarantee you she's head. shaking her head. Laughing going. shaking her head. No, I don't know if she's laughing. I think she's going, Brian, please, please stop singing, Brian. You were fine, okay? I think okay. it was me. She was fine. Oh, no. Hey, uh, let me uh, thank our title sponsor of our uh, big interview that we do every day, our exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show is UNC Lenore Healthcare, uh, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get back to it. I've got my good friend Catherine Pearson sitting here across from me. I've got Jessica Cruz from the <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> the fine arts department at Lenore Community <laughs> College. Was that good? Did yes. It was fantastic. Thank you. Thank wait. I raised my nose just a little bit, you know. The, the fine you? arts department. Yes. There you go. As we were talking about a bunch of stuff, uh, let me ask you this. And we did this one time before when I sort of auditioned uh, not a mock audition, but just sort of audition for you uh, for, uh, what, a year and a half ago or so for White Christmas, or not White Christmas, uh, Christmas Carol. And I'm being very honest, okay, what you said there, and I can't speak for Catherine, but it scared the bejesus out of me thinking about walking in. And, yes, even though it's closed and there's not a whole group of people watching you, but still, how many people are part of this audition process on your side of it that, you know, are doing the grading or doing whatever it is that you do? And what can someone expect when they go into audition? What, sure. How do they need to be? And obviously, you've got it on the uh, website. Yeah. But uh, what do they need to have prepared? What do they need to have in their mind before they walk in and see you and, uh, and your crew? Right. So, I, I mean, the... the the thing about walking into any audition is that uh, the production team is never looking for perfection, right? Um, we're looking for someone who is going to take direction 
um, somebody who is going to to listen to us, who's going to have like good chemistry working with the choreographer, with the director, with the musical director. Um, and, and so we're looking for personality. We're looking for the way that a person interacts with um, other cast members, with the person who checked them in. Are they kind? Are they nice? Are they respectful? You know, um, but then when you get into the audition, we're, we're just, I'm just listening. I'm, and I'm, I'm listening to, to see, like, can I see this person in this role? I mean, that's, that's really what it's, what it's about. It's not about perfection. It's not about not making a mistake or your voice, like, like sounding perfect on that day. It's about the potential that we see in, in that person. And, um, so it'll be myself. Um, the, the assistant director is, uh, Caitlin Townsend, who is a student at ECU, uh, school of theater. Um, so she's going to be coming and helping. And then Gabby is choreographing again. So, um, she will be there, um, as well. I, I think it, it's just going to be the three of us. Uh, we try to make it really, um, fun and inter interactive. I tried to break the ice, you know, by like introducing ourselves. Let's talk. How was your day? You know, where do you go to school? Where do you work? Just trying to get people a little bit relaxed and then, okay, what have you prepared for us today? And so depending on which part you're auditioning for would uh, determine the song that you have prepared. And so, um, in a lot of theaters, they ask you to just prepare a song uh, from any show uh, that is like in the style of the character that that you're wanting to audition for. Um, I prefer to hear the actual song from the actual show. Okay. Uh, so I have posted all of those details on our website again, which is lenorecc.edu backslash school of rock. <laughs> and, uh, and so you can find all of those details there. We've got the, the, the tracks, we've got the, the sheet music. Um, if, if you are auditioning for a character that plays an instrument and that's those four children plus, Dewey, who is the lead, the lead of the show, and he plays guitar. Is that um, the Jack Black yeah. character? Okay. Yeah. See, like I said, I've not seen it, but I'm familiar so with good. what it is. Yeah. It's it it's such it's such a great show. It's like a it's like a, a coming of age kind of show, um, and uh, you know. With Dewey, if, if you're not familiar with the show at all, Dewey is this wannabe rock star who just never grows up. And he's, you know, sleeping on the couch of his best friend who he used to be in a band with. Um, and he's he's just holding on to this hope of becoming this rock star. Um, and the reality of the world has set in for everyone else, but he's still holding on to this dream and ends up... Um, uh, it, substituting for a, a private school. Um, and here are these children who are like so driven and uh, whose parents are like really pushing them to be successful uh, and, and all of these things. And uh, they really help each other um, grow in ways that I don't think would have ever happened had he not uh, been their substitute teacher. And so um, the children learn a lot. The parents of those children learn a lot. And Dewey grows a lot. So um, it's a great show, great message. And it's got rock and roll in it. You know, now, does I mean, it hardcore. have like songs we know, or is it songs just oh, yeah. unique to uh, so, the movie? Um, this, there are the songs that are from the movie, um, and then uh, the the show is uh, the the music is composed by Andrew Andrew Lloyd Webber. So he uh, really yes, that's all. No, I mean that's incredible. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, like a 
rock musician kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I mean, one, one, one would think. But, you know, I mean, when you think of Phantom of the Opera, it has that rock aspect yeah. to to it i mean that's kind of what he's he's known for is is kind of invading the the world of uh musical theater in in a way because he also did um jesus christ superstar you know rock but i just had no because that's a relatively recent movie over the last 15 20 years or so right yeah School of uh, rock. yes absolutely okay. um and the and so the the stage play came after after that, and so I think that uh, it's been around for about ten ish okay. years, um, maybe 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 a little bit a little bit longer than that. But um, it's it's no longer on tour. It's it's no longer you know playing on Broadway. So uh, we secured the rights. This has been a show that I have wanted to do uh, since I put Annie up on the stage in 2018, and uh, we just haven't found the right time uh, for for it to go on the stage. But um, now is the time. We're One of your uh, former uh, actors, I guess, uh, Michael Martin. Yes. Yeah, uh, he's my Wednesday guest. Sweet. And he was talking about and his daughter, daughter is amazing. Is she going to be in? Uh... I don't know that she will be able to well, do this show. He's in here show. tomorrow, so I will ask him. Okay. Well, she just got accepted to uh, two very prestigious ballet um, summer uh, okay. intensives, so I suspect. That may take up um, her summer, as it should. She's yeah, an but this is dancer. more important. This is LCC. And well, School you know what I want her for though. What I would love for her to be in is Hello Dolly, okay. which is which is coming in November okay. of of this year because it's a very very heavy dance show. Where yeah. School of Rock is not yeah. um, heavy on the dance. So this I is awesome. so I'm just putting that out there, Michael Martin. Oh, he's listening. He's listening. And like I said, I'll ask him about it tomorrow. Well, I hate to do this. We're up against it. Yeah, uh, I know. As we do, I mean, uh, 30 minutes has gone, has gone by just like that as it always it does. Fast. Catherine Pearson, we've not heard from you in about 10 minutes. It's fi- that's perfect. Sorry, it's fine. <laughs> no, that's I lo- no we, we love you, Jessica. That's yes. awesome. But let's circle back for people who maybe just joined us. Uh, you know what? I like to, at least for a minute or two of every one of your appearances, the LCC Foundation. Yeah. Yes, this is awesome what the Fine Arts Department is doing at LCC <laughs> to raise money, though, for yeah. uh, the, the LCC Foundation. But but tangibly, what is the LCC Foundation about? Absolutely. So we are here to support the community, the students, whether you are an older student or just graduating high school, uh, go to school. So all these, you know, golf tournaments that we do, the disc golf tournaments that we do, all these performances that we put on, it is for one goal, and that is to raise money, raise funds for anybody that would like to go back and further their education or have a, you know, continue their career. So that's what it's for, um, you know, and, and we would be more than happy to help any of you out there that are listening that have been thinking about going back to school. You just reach um, Catherine Pearson or Jeannie Kennedy or Jenny Scald in the foundation, and we Three will. amazing yeah. people right there. Yeah, that just Because I love you, as you know, and good Lord. I've known Janice since Forever. she was at the uh, United, United Way. Way yeah. And Jeannie, we just, how do you not love Jeannie? How can you, know? you not love mm. Very fortunate to work with those two ladies. But it is amazing what you guys do. And I know you made a point last time of saying uh, something that uh, Dr. Hunt had said, that money should never be a uh, uh, an obstacle. Yeah, an right? obstacle, exactly. Yeah. That is his words, an obstacle at going back to school and, and, and you know, trying to do what, you, you know, follow your dreams. And yep. um, so absolutely reach out to us. 
This is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we tell you what, we're getting ready to get John and Jonathan in here to play the birthday game, but I'm going to get you guys booked before Absolutely. the next time because we need before uh, Broadway Unleashed on April 19th and the Disc Golf Terminal on April 20th. See, I, I wrote it down that's over it, here. That's so, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but listen, Catherine, yes. Jessica, thank you guys so much for coming in here. Okay? Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. We appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Uh, we'll play the birthday game, and we'll wrap up the Tuesday, February 20th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It's Tuesday, February the 20th in the year of our Lord 2024 to 2024. Isn't that neat? 2024. Okay. Anyway, it's time to play the birthday game. Uh, John, you've been drinking a lot of water, uh, what, over the well, last week or so? According to this bottle I got from your refrigerator, it says smart water, but I think it's, I think it's backwards. I think I got a bad batch. Yeah. I think you went to the, uh, you got the cutout store version or something. I must have. I must have. No, dude, I didn't just, dude, you were in control of this game. You led six days to two. You just, you, th- were, you just had a lot of days of people I don't know anything about. Well, Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't think today's going to help you much either, okay? I knew it was fixed. I just, there, there was some point where you and you and your life partner's bond would uh, prevent That's you from being impartial. You're my life partner. That's my son over there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not my son? Well, you, whatever you guys Well, it sounded like business. you said, I know. Which <laughs> is, <laughs> ah, <coughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah, do you like how he differentiated it with the cough there? Yeah. <laughs> Wanted to put a clear barrier. There you go. Uh, it just, uh, like I said, it's just uh, kind of a surprise that... Uh, you are uh, you, you've lost five days in a row, John Dawson. Well, it's these horrible, horrible birthdays. Uh, yesterday mm-hmm. was the sheriff of Lenore County. That wasn't and the one in manager. play. That was not oh, one in play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You got all these little themes you like to go by, and those themes end up, you know, derailing me. There are no themes today, though. Okay? I would love to go back and see what you passed over to use. Do you ever do that? Thing. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sometimes I send them to you and just want to just, you know, drive by your house at 3 in the morning and yell them. (laughs) (laughs) I got to tell you guys what I do. Do you all know where Keith Spence lives? Yes. Okay. When I pass his house, whenever I go to Greenville and I'm on my way back, I always lay on the horn the whole time I'm passing his house. Ah, that's nice. Yeah, I do. He's not listening right now, so he, he's not going to know. Eh. But uh, but I think it's funny. Don't you think it's funny? I think it's hysterical. I do, too. I do, too. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Massey. Yes, he may have lost five days in a row. You've won five days in a row to take a commanding seven days to six lead. Yeah. I actually, if you don't mind, I would like to try something, just working out a theory here. Okay. John, you do the Go Eco Technology Service Providers read today to see if that's why I'm winning. I think that's fair. He can do I that. He's, he's run, run five of, days I in a row. I think he's run out of stuff to say. No, that's not the case at and all. Is he shaking his head? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, tell us about GoEco Technology Service Provider. Uh, uh, well, Jacques Passeleg runs GoEco Technology Service Providers, and thank God he does because if it weren't for him, this show would be on the slag heap of radio bits. Massey and I would be picking up cans on the side of the highway. I'm still doing that. Well, you know. You know, we don't deserve to pay you. You can make good money doing that, I hear. Anyway, uh, if you want to take your business to the next level, if you want to move from uh, business class to beyond first class, you'll be sitting in the pilot's lap. That's how classy your business will be if you want to get with Jacques Passeleg and the people down at uh, Goeco Technology Service Providers. Back to you, Brian. I always sit in the pilot's lap, okay? 
Anyway, uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, if you want to... Just not on the plane. <laughs> you've got the... Hi-oh. You've got the pilot's... No, the pilot's number. <laughs> you've got the uh, the owner of GoEco <laughs> Technology Service Provider, uh, Jacques Passelig's number. What is that phone number over there, young man? 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 54. 54. Or you can visit his website. It's at goeco.com. What is goeco.com or buckles.com. There you go. We've got a couple musical hints, but they're both of dead people. So it'll be later on. In so it'll probably be good music. Uh, one, there's one you don't like, though. but And it's rock, and you don't like him. You'll understand when we get to it. Okay. Yeah, you're not a fan. I know you're not a fan. One, I know you're a fan of. But anyway, uh, <laughs> here's the first one. I, I can't wait to see y'all's reactions. He's a creepy-looking senior senator from Kentucky who's been in the Senate, who's been the Senate minority leader since 2021. It's Droopy Dog. Yep, but what's his real Why name? Why making fun of me? <laughs> Mitch McConnell. <laughs> because I have a lazy jaw. Dude. These other congressmen make me so mad. Turtle, Dude. turtle. And listen, before some Democrat comes out or some Republican comes out, I say, why are you making fun of him? Because it's we his make birthday. Fun. It's his birthday, and we make fun of everybody on this show. By okay? the way, the other week you said something that I was going to ask you about. You said far be it for you to ever agree with a conservative, but you're a libertarian, and that's closer to a conservative than a liberal. No, it's not, man. It is. Libertarian is <laughs> Libertarians want people, want the government out of their life. Democrats want them to that. breathe for them. But socially, uh, libertarians are, are liberal, though. I socially, mean, I, libertarians don't want to get involved with anybody. Dude, I'm a libertarian. I have been for 20 now, years. I know, the, I know who I am. I haven't read my pamphlet. <laughs> uh, although, uh, who's that guy that's on uh, Parks and Rec? Ron Swanson. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nick Offerman. Yeah. Dude, he is he is awesome, man. Did you Have y'all seen the trailer for that new movie, Civil War? Mm-hmm. I saw it with you. Seems a little excessive. It does seem. Basically, America has a, the new Civil War. And guess who the president is? I hope it's him. It's Nick Offerman. I'm whatever side he's on. I'm on. <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, he, he's he's a good actor. Well, it depends. Is Megan Mullally also on that side? If that's the case, I would go sleep at the theater to get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. She's she's got it. I'm not sure what it is, John Dawson, but she definitely has. She it. has an air of willingness about her. <laughs> that's right, honey. Dude, that, that is well put. That is very. You know what they call that, Jonathan Massey? I'm being sincere. That's wordsmithing. Mm. That's why you're such a good columnist, dude. You come mm. up with stuff like that that I would never in 100 years come up with. I love mm. it. Okay, <laughs> uh, Mitch McConnell. You know who I'm talking about, uh, yeah. Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 80 something. <laughs> I don't know, man. 80, 82. Oh, he get was out of here. February really? 20th. 1942. He is 82 years old today. I Did know. I give it away? I didn't even move when You're he over said there 80 doing blanking something. and doing semaphore. 82. 82. <laughs> oh dear God. Dude, good job there, man. 82. Yeah. Well, we go from uh, the scariest and creepiest looking senior senator to a supermodel, man. And dude, just tell him Cindy Crawford, man. She was just she was the biggest thing in the world. The biggest, the, just the. The best-looking woman in the world for 20 years, man. And that's not even an exaggeration, dude. From the early 80s to the late 90s, Cindy Crawford. I still think Julia Louis-Dreyfus was prettier during those years. There's a point to be made. There is a point to be made. And I am making it right now. 
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Cindy Crawford. Uh, oh. You know, uh, the, the guy that plays Higgins in uh, Ted Lasso? Yeah. Remember what he said his cat's name was? Cindy Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, man. I like that. Uh. Well, you know, I, I've bur- got three. Go ahead. Frank Zappa's parakeet was named Bird Reynolds. <laughs> Bird. Well, you know, my youngest cat's name is Tony Bennett. Oh, jeez. You know, named after uh, the Virginia head basketball coach. Not Don't tell them how you dress it up when no one's around. Uh, I do it when people are around. What are you talking about when nobody's around? <laughs> Makes it sing, I left my heart in San Francisco. Well, what's crazy is that kitten is only just about to turn five months old. He's as big as Stormy is. We had to put a collar around his neck because they look identical. He walks around sucking up people's souls all day, Brian. That's fattening. <laughs> Duh. Why do you not like cats, John? Because they're satanic. They make my eyes. I left here last week. And, and I was, like, bringing up a lung coughing from that cat. And then my buddy, John. Speak of the devil, look. Get Scott, out of here. Just, <laughs> Scott, no, don't be mean to him, man. Please don't be mean to him. I'll put him in the room. Okay. Uh, you tell us about how big Cindy Crawford was. It's the sweetest kiss ever. And, uh, Stomp on it. Stomp on it. Which one's some, that? Let's make some black. Let's make some black ketchup. <laughs> Tapes running, Brian. Tapes running. Oh, I know. No, that's what I This is dead air. You know what? To solve that muffler problem that down by your house, we can just stuff that cat up that guy's muffler. I ain't going for no banana in my tailpipe. Anyway, Eddie Murphy. Uh, whose guess is it? Whose birthday is it? Cindy Crawford. Okay, I'm back. Cindy Crawford. Sixty-one. You say sixty-one. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Sixty. She was born February twentieth, nineteen sixty-six. She's only fifty-eight today, dude. Trying to make I miss it by two years, and you act like I missed it by years. thirty. Three years. <laughs> but the the kid over there who you know went one under what I said. I yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You lead two to one. Now, next up, you got to do an impression of him. I don't think you, maybe you have one, Jonathan Ma- or John Dawson, but I know you do Charles Barkley. <laughs> I don't know if I do or not. Well, just you, say terrible. That's <clears> easy. It's terrible. Draymond Green is just terrible. Terrible. Ter- I, I see. It's not even that good. That more one. like Shaq. That was yeah. good Shaq. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I've never really done a Barkley impression. I thought you had. That's Shaquille O'Neal is not a smart man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Let's too. hear yours, genius. <laughs> Your impression is terrible. Okay, so we're equal. We're all equally <laughs> oh, as bad equally at it. Bad, yeah. We've established that. <laughs> but I love him. I have told you guys a story. We've got plenty of time. I have told you guys a story of when I bought him a beer yes. in Charlotte, right? Yes. It's after the Philadelphia 76ers came in and played at uh, the Charlotte Hornets. And uh, it was an old sports bar. doesn't even exist anymore. It's between uh, uh, Charlotte and Matthews. It was called the Scoreboard. And it was the coolest sports bar I'd ever been in to that point. may still be the coolest one I've ever been in. It was built like a stadium on the inside. Not unlike the Sphere. Of course, not nearly as big. It probably only right. held three or 400 people altogether. But it was like five levels. The top level and to the left was the MVP part. But us poor folk could sit down in the other parts. There were tables and levels. And they had like, when I say five big screen TVs, I'm not talking about 80 inch. I'm talking about like 
200-inch TVs, okay? Seems excessive. Well, there were projection TVs, and there were five of them up there. Then they had little ones around them and all that. But on your table, you tuned in to one through five, and you could watch whatever game you wanted to watch. So after a 76ers game, he was there, and I was just a poor college student at the time, but I loved Charles Barkley. I just think the world of him. And uh, he was sitting up there in the VIP section, and I asked the bartender, I said, "What? I said, that's Charles Barkley, isn't it? And they were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, whatever he's drinking, I'll buy one. And I don't even remember. It was, it was a beer, though. He was drinking a beer, sent a beer up there to him, and I watched as the waitress took it to him. They sit it down in front of him. You see the waitress lean in. He leans in. The waitress pointed down at me, and I got away from Charles Barkley. just did a little quick like that at me, and I, dude. You couldn't tell me anything the rest of the night, man. I Cutting. bought Charles. <laughs> good point. I bought Charles Barkley a beer, dude. I was very, very proud of that. And that next day, he found out he had cirrhosis. <laughs> <laughs> God. Charles Barkley over there, Jonathan. Matthew Lee, two to nothing. He was buddies with Rush Limbaugh. He was what? He was buddies with Rush Limbaugh. He's very conservative. Played golf with him. Yeah. Charles Barkley, and I've heard that he's told this story before. When he was poor, he was a liberal and a Democrat. Get <laughs> some he, money, you want to keep it. When he became yeah. a when he became a millionaire, he became a Republican. <laughs> so, yeah, something about making that money and not wanting to throw it out. Yeah, away. I just thought that was. Funny. He was drafted before Jordan, right? Well, he was a year or two ahead of him, wasn't he? No, no, no. If anything, he was after. He was either the year of. I tell you what, hold on. I'll fight. You know, I what remember I'll... him on Oprah saying Michael Jordan hipped him to uh, learning about investments and whatnot. So maybe he is young. You know, they're not friends anymore because uh, remember when the pandemic, when uh, Jordan did that series, uh huh, and Charles thought it was very uh, uh, hold on, draft tasteless. Dude, he was uh, the same year as uh, why as, did Barkley not Jordan? Why is he not friends with? Uh, because. Uh, Charles thought he went over the top with some of the stuff that he said, that uh, Michael said, that he that it, he wasn't exactly as truthful as he could have been about some stuff. And, uh, and they've not talked since then. And Charles is even, I mean, you know, Charles Barkley will say anything and what he feels. And he said several times, listen, I wasn't trying to hurt his feelings, but I'm not going to, you know, one thing about BS. it, One thing about it, and I'm, I'm not a, a Charles Barkley scholar, but I've yet to see anyone catch him in a lie. Yeah. I, he's painfully honest. Painfully. Uh, but Charles Barkley over there, Jonathan Massey, how old is he today? I'm trying to remember how old Jordan is. Sixty, you say sixty. John Dawson, how old is Charles Barkley? Fifty-nine. He was born February twentieth, nineteen sixty-three. He's sixty-one today. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> Looked at me like I didn't know my own kid's name. <laughs> do you? You do you? You call him TD one and TD two. I know the two I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Wait a minute. Jonathan Massey leads three to nothing. You know what that means, John Dawson? Crank it up. I do that thing. Yeah, yeah. do that thing. They, no, come on, man. He cranks hard for you when you get your perfect games. That's right. Uh, yeah. There you go. You uh, like it, don't you? <laughs> hey, uh, ah, there you go. Uh, calling it into action. Do to do to do. Let me find a song here. Uh, the two dead people. Uh, the two birthdays that are coming up. The closest thing I have to that Barkley story is the guy that played um, uh, the girl's dad in Twilight. 
he was filming a series in Wilmington. I was down there visiting friends, and I had a beer with him at a bar. Okay. What was his name? Can't remember. Oh, that's all right. Hey, uh, this band was named after this gentleman. Oh, Jay Giles. There Love you go. Stinks. Yeah, I thought about playing freeze frame, but everybody plays that in centerfold. But everybody, so I tried to, I tried to do a John Dawson get outside the box kind of thing. Very interesting. Thank you. Uh, this is a good song. This is Love Stinks by the Jay Giles Band. Jay Giles was a guitar player. Peter Wolf is the singer. What other bands were Peter, was Peter Wolf in? He was, he, was, he was a solo act also. Okay. Jay Giles, he died in 2017. He had that song Lights Out in the Dark. That was him. Okay. By the way, the guy's name was Billy Burke. Okay. Hey, wait, wait, we got to hear this part. You like this one? Well, hold on. Love Sting. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, yeah. Love Sting. They got a live album called Blow Your Face Out. It's one of the best live albums ever recorded. It's actually on here. Live, Blow Your Face Out. Okay. There's a song on there, a cover of a song called First I Look at the Purse. It's a great, great band. Jay Giles, he died in 2017, John Dawson. How old would he be if he were still alive today? 73. You say 73. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 74. He was born February 20th, 1946. He would be 78 today. Congratulations, John Dawson. Go ahead. Get it cranked. <laughs> yeah, closer. A little, little closer here. <laughs> to your gullet. Uh, congratulations. Uh, you're up four to nothing. We've got one more, and it's another musical uh, artist. Uh, dude, there are so many songs here. Now, this is one. It's a rock band, but you're not a fan. I know you're not a fan, so but I'm gonna so I'm gonna play whatever I like then. Oh yeah. Oh Nirvana. Well, if it's a dead person, we all know who that is. Yeah, oh. he died of his own hand in 1994. Or did he? Or did he? Jackson Pollock the ceiling. Yeah. Now, Dude, I have never, I just, I can't stand Courtney Love. If I hear anything about Courtney Love, I have to turn it because, I mean, she basically forced him into that. Watch the documentary Kurt and Courtney sometime. Interesting? Yeah. And what? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it, but tell me. I'll just say time. one little tidbit is they, they go to some guy that Courtney dated in high school, and he had her notebook, and it was like things to achieve, things to do. Um... Uh, meet Michael Stipe. She ended up becoming friends with Michael Stipe. Um, Mary guy in a famous rock band. It was like she had this planned out from from early on. It was one of the things make him commit suicide. I'll have to let you watch it. And you did. I will. Cause I mean, remember I, the Alan Handelman show. We both used to listen to Alan Handelman. He used to have this detective on. I can't think of his name. I may still have the cassette because I still love listening to those old shows. But this guy was convinced that Courtney Love had him killed, and and was like, and everybody he interviewed and put forth to talk about it mysteriously bit the dust after he started talking to him publicly. So if I'm talking junk about Courtney Love right now, my time is short. Well, she's got the money now, so I don't think she cares. I don't know, man. She just she's nasty in the first place. There's just no nice. Well, she way hasn't to say done it. anything artistic since he died. So it's well, terrible. he wrote her and co-wrote her stuff. So and Billy Corgan helped too. Oh, good lord! Well, I like Billy Corgan though. Smashing Pumpkins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like him, but at least he's still alive. Yeah. Anyway, Uncle Festa. Yeah. Kurt Cobain over there, Jonathan Massey. He died in 1994. This I know this, the if I can, game. but he knows it too. So. 
I don't know what you're talking about. But he knows. Well, you'll see in a second. 57. Oh, he must be in one of those He's clubs. a 27 club. Yeah. Well, there you go. Another perfect game for you there, Jonathan Massey. You win five to nothing today. I love how he knew I knew it before. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure. And then you said that, and I'm like, now I'm 100% sure. Glad I can help. Wow. Well, you went five to nothing. You've now won six days in a row. And by the way, in bloom is pretty good. I almost played that. Almost but played that. I prefer Sturgill Simpson's version. Who's Sturgill Simpson? He's like a Americana, Americana folk, guy. Yeah, but he does a really good cover of In Bloom. I'm not. I, I I don't mind a couple of Nirvana songs. What bugs me is, just because he died young and killed himself, they acted like he was this Messiah. If he had lived, the band would have fizzled out, and he would be doing solo shows and bars now. Would there be a Foo Fighters? I've often yes. wondered about that. Yeah, there? because. Uh, there's uh, Dave Grohl did a couple of a couple of his songs became Nirvana B-sides to singles. There's no way as many as many songs as Dave Grohl has written. There's no way he would keep that inside and not let it out. And I know you know Foo Fighters is not as cynical and which makes them not as cool as Nirvana. But um, I think Dave Grohl is actually a more honest performer. I think Dave. I mean, he was. Uh, Kurt Cobain was so obsessed with staying authentic and staying real. You know, they went to the MTV Awards and all these other bands have tractor trailers and Winnebago's and, oh, they showed up in their Volkswagen and carried their own equipment. Get out of here. Really? That's why you bust your butt so you don't have to do that stuff. I agree with you. I got to tell you, you'll get a kick out of this. I don't even know the reason why it was Saturday. Uh, I do Saturday. I did an ECU game, but uh, I got back. I was here by, the, by myself for a little bit. And I ended up, well, because I can, I love staying up late, because I can't stay up late during the week, because mm-hmm. I got to get up at five o'clock and do this stupid show. But, uh, uh, but so I stayed up late on uh, Saturday and watched Dave Letterman's very last episode. Great for, show, wasn't it? It was awesome. It was awesome. I, I like the thing at the end when they said, "Show the picture of my son we didn't get to," and it's like a little kid with a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, man, I got a little verklempt, man. I was watching. You saw your buddy uh, Bill Sheft on there. They show him yeah. several times on there, and uh, that just it was fun, man. Uh, you, when they're flashing all the bands and stuff, and the people been on there, you two they showed a couple of times. Yep. Yep, uh, Pete Townsend. Uh, it was just good, man. It was it was a good show. Very entertaining. This is the, We actually played this cover once at Four's Enough in Kinston when we were starting out. About a girl. Yep. There you go. Okay, well, uh, oh, hey, local birthday over at Green Central High School, uh, Coach Delmas Willis. He's retired now, uh, but just one of the good guys, man. Uh, a lot of people over at Green Central don't like me for one reason or another, but he is not one. He's always been good to me, man. I thank the world of him. So, uh, happy birthday Who to Who are these people? I want names. Uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, hey, Jonathan just <laughs> raised his hand. <laughs> well done. Seriously, uh, do who, you remember who Coach Willis people? when I'm, you were there? We're gonna go beat I'm him. I'm pretty up. sure he was uh, an assistant football coach when you were there. Probably was, but I wasn't as involved with football as I was with some of the other stuff. But okay. um, good dude, man. Very, very good dude. But happy birthday, Coach Willis. Happy birthday, Kurt Cobain. Of course, there's the episode of Family Guy where Stewie travels back in time, saves Kurt Cobain's life by introducing him to Hagen Dazs. <laughs> That's <laughs> actually it, funny. And, it, <laughs> and then it goes back to current time, and Kurt Cobain's on a stage doing a solo act, and he weighs 400 pounds. 
kind of what I predicted. Well, there you go. Uh, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco Technology Service Provider. And again, I want to thank our good friends Jacques Passleg and uh, Goeco Technology Service Provider for being the title sponsor of the birthday game, as he has been uh, since pretty much we started this bad boy. Hey. Man, I can't believe uh, this show is already over. Or today's edition of the show is already over. want to thank again, <coughs> excuse me, our good friend Richard Clark, who joined us in the uh, first hour and uh, stayed with us through uh, about five or six, seven minutes to our second hour, too. Uh, if you missed it, like I said, if you missed the first hour, go to brianhanks.com. You can check that out. And again, man, the dynamic duo, Catherine Pearson and Jessica Cruz, both from LCC. Man, tons and tons of stuff going on over at LCC, and really appreciate them coming in and talking about it. Tomorrow, we're going to have uh, our good friend Michael Martin on in the first hour. I believe he's got a guest for us that was the uh, umpire during the Parker Bird game. Uh, we're going to probably call him, talk to him. Going to try to get Bill, if you're listening, Bill Ellis. Going to try to get Bill Ellis in on tomorrow's show, too, on his birthday eve to uh, talk a little bit about uh, the Freedom Classic. Freedom Classic, it's this weekend at Historic Granger Stadium. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.